Welcome to the Wood Talk Weekend Show. It's time to unbutton those pants, crack open a fresh grape soda, and let the soothing sounds of Mark, Shannon, and Matt caress your ear holes. Okie dokie, it is Wood Talk number 396 for July 7th, 2017. On today's show, well, it's the weekend. We should say that, right? It's the weekend! Happy weekend! Happy weekend! Hooray and stuff. So, this is something that kind of is on my mind a lot as I produce content and try to hit certain target audiences. And I think you guys probably are in the same boat here. Uh, you are always on my mind. <laughs> yes, some of that. More You're of that, always please. on my mind. Um, oh. ha- have you ever gotten the comment on, you know, whatever, Facebook, YouTube, uh, where someone says, this, this is fine, but what about the average woodworker? Or this is this tool is nice, but way too expensive for the average woodworker. So what? Never. You never got that? Okay. I didn't think <laughs> this so. This is news. Um, so what I want to talk about a little bit today is who is the average woodworker? And I, I put that in air quotes. Who is the average woodworker? Because I think when these people are writing this, what they're actually saying is that is not appropriate for me. And they just assume everyone is like them. So, you know, and I, and I get that a lot where someone's like, in fact, it just today, as even after I chose this topic, um, which was based on a question from Steve, which I'll read in a second, but in the Woodworsper community on Facebook, someone had, I guess they were commenting about the woodworking shows on television that they say, Hey, you can do this in a weekend. And the guy's gripe was, yeah, I can't do that in a week. And maybe if I had those tools, which if you, if you listen to our intros, we've got one that actually says that we could build that too, if we had those tools. Um, but that's kind of where it comes from this mentality that I don't have those tools and they're somehow slighting woodworkers who don't have the tools or who don't have the means to, to do those same things in that period of time. And it's just an interesting mindset. So, so let's, you know, kind of kick this around a little bit. Um, would you, would you agree that when people are saying this is not appropriate for the average woodworker, that they're really just talking about themselves and assuming everyone is like them. I mean, would, would you, th- would you say that the average woodworker and going back to this guy's comments on, uh, on Facebook, uh, that the average woodworker only shops at Harbor Freight? No, Mm-mm. absolutely not. Yeah. And we're talking about average, probably average, uh, hobbyist woodworker. Um, Cause I think that's where he was coming from. All my tools are from Harbor Freight. And I'm like, buddy, I don't think that that is the average, right? That's your situation. And sure, there are many who share your situation, but is it fair to criticize the people making this content because they don't fit your particular situation? And it just seemed like an unfair uh, criticism to, to level at a particular show. So we, I I mean, the only way anybody would make that comment is in some sort of like noble attempt to reach like the masses and, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just nothing noble about a YouTube commenter. So no, I mean, we all think that way. You, you put yourself in that situation. Could I build this project? Could I do what that guy is showing? And you look around and go, well, I don't have that tool, that tool, that tool. You're a jerk. How dare you? You know, I mean, no, that everybody is thinking in terms of, of themselves when it comes to that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you totally there. You know, I could look at this from a pure like marketing and metrics perspective because I've got lots of numbers to show this. Sure. Yeah. You know, man, at least at least in my audience, because I don't think of myself as an average woodworker because of the whole hand tool thing, the strict not 
using power tools immediately puts me outside the norm. Yeah, um, when it comes that's to, true. And I do mean that. <laughs> we're we're an odd bunch, but if you were to even look at my little niche, my segment of of just hand tool users, um, I definitely think that. So I don't even know what the average would be. You know, there, there are lots of guys that then you get into that segment. It's like, well, it's just the vintage tool users and it's just the guys who buy new tools. And then you've got you know, this, you know, what is the average person? How many, what is the average number of hand saws you should have? You know, I'll say four, somebody else will say nine, you know I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I think it's near impossible. The only average thing we can talk about is maybe age demographics. Yeah, like, <laughs> that you actually have the exact numbers on. Right, you know, <laughs> the average woodworker is depends on what you're into, you know? It depends on how close the Harbor Freight is to you, whether or not you buy all your tools at Harbor Freight. Yeah. I don't even have a Harbor Freight. I've never been inside a Harbor Freight because there's not one anywhere near me. Because you're an elitist. Oh, man, Shannon, you got to you gotta come over here. We should have, like, a little meetup. Everyone should just come to my place. We'll go to Harbor Freight. We'll saw some logs, you know? It'll be I hear fun. there's free wood, so, yeah. There's free especially Yay! for you guys. <laughs> If you can bring if it you back, you really want to get free wood. Anytime you want free wood, Matt, I work at a lumberyard. Anytime you want free wood, you should make a relationship with somebody who works at a lumberyard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a good tip. Remember that. So, uh, Matt, do you do you feel like you have a vibe for your average woodworker that follows your stuff? Um, it's kind of interesting because I don't. There's so much variability in there. Yeah. This this that that normal curve is so big. Um, I can at least from like the experience that I have talking to people, I can say that I am not the average woodworker in the sense that not the, like taking away that just the shop, not the fact that I cut my own lumber or whatever, but it's the, the shop that I have. Because most average woodworkers don't have a dedicated shop. It's kind of the vibe that I get, and I have a dedicated shop. They also don't have an aircraft carrier jointer. They might if they have one <laughs> of those sweet like vintage ones. True, true. When, when you say dedicated shop, you mean like a standalone building? No, like the cars don't go in the garage. Yeah, it does one you know, thing and one thing only. Oh, there's no, oh, there's no like, their kids' bikes aren't in there, or like oh, the okay. strollers okay. or whatever. It's just, that's the shop space. Nothing else intrudes in it. Um, I don't, so in that sense, I'm not the average woodworker because I have that dedicated space. And then you can start looking at maybe the tools I have in there. I don't know, maybe. I don't think I'm too far from, from the, the average, I guess. But I, I certainly am from the sense of, and I guess it also depends like where you're at in the woodworking like progression. Like if you're just getting started, then is that like the average getting started person, the average like intermediate <laughs> kind of person? Yeah. You know, like well, it there, depends what kind of projects you want to make, what kind of woodworking you like to do. I mean, if you're just out there like I want to do plywood and construction lumber projects, then yeah, I'm way above average. But if that's the average, then that's the average. I mean, it's. It's so hard to find this. It seems Where like there I are... see this applying is like Norm used to get this all the time. Yes. Because of that wide belt sander. That I can I can okay. Now I agree with you. Because the average woodworker does not have a wide belt sander. The average woodworker does not have commercial size tools in their shop. Um that one I'll agree with. And that's kind of where I, I would I would stop agreeing once you get beyond that. I mean look at Mark. Yes. Hi. I'm Mark. Look at me. He's, <laughs> he's commercial sized. The average woodworker can't build that because we don't have a multi-router. Um, but, you know, 
you so rarely use it because you're afraid to now because <laughs> people make fun of you. Very good point. Yeah. Well, I think there's definitely silos almost um, like verticals of averages. So there's a lump of people who are in this vertical and there's their average. And this goes back to what Matt was just saying. It kind of depends on uh, where you are. But I think as, as content creators, it's, is it really our problem to worry <laughs> about that, right? You do what you want to do. Use the tools you like to use and that audience will find you. And if that audience is smaller, Shannon's in a deep niche, his audience is going to be a little bit smaller, right? And it will represent a different average woodworker than my audience, for instance. If I wanted to do quick weekend projects made out of inexpensive materials and inexpensive tools and I could pump that content out left and right, I'd probably have bigger numbers and I would have a different average woodworker as my viewer. So that's the the one thing that I think kind of sticks in my craw about this is because people want to impose their own needs and their own situation on someone else. And they're like, oh, well, you're missing the target. It's like, well, actually, maybe I'm hitting the exact target I want to hit. And that just doesn't include you unless you want it to. And I'm I'm okay with that. I love that. <laughs> well, I mean, that is what the Internet has done for us. Yeah. You know, to pull out the marketing speak, we've all found our little tribes, you know, and that allows you to let your whatever that tribe, that geek flag fly, because you found people like you. And and again, going back to my other statement, Norm got that rightfully so, because Norm came from an era prior to the internet. And the average woodworker, you know, was a very different thing um, when there was only Scott Phillips and Norm Abrams and Roy Underhill on mm-hmm. TV. Um, they had to apply our, our appeal to a much, much wider audience. Now, if it's not your jam, move on. There's 700 billion YouTube channels. Maybe not that many. I don't know. <laughs> There's quite a I few. Find it, I, find it, I find that comment really interesting for me at least. Um, the I can't do it because I don't have those tools comment. Chances are you probably can. You just can't do it exactly that way. Yeah. There is a lot of different ways to achieve the same thing. And when I was coming up into woodworking from the beginner standpoint, like I couldn't afford a rabbiting bit for my router but I could still make a rabbit because I had, I could clamp a straight edge to a board and use a straight bit and just make a rabbit that way. But, Oh, I didn't have a dado <laughs> stack, my table saw either, but I couldn't make a rabbit that way or a dado, but I still, somehow I yeah. still made projects with dados and rabbits in them. Well, and there's never <laughs> been a better time to find alternative ways to do things, right? If you see somebody exercise one particular technique, you could probably Google that same thing and find 20 other ways to do it. You know, rather than yeah. rather rather than belittle the person who showed that one way, <laughs> you might be able to do just a little bit of research, and suddenly you know how to do it five different ways. You know, and and I don't know that one of the things that kind of maybe it's just a personality difference, uh, but when I watch stuff, you know, and I watch people do things, I don't actually want to watch someone who does everything exactly the same way I do it or with the exact same caliber of tooling. Uh, when yeah. I first started, I watched David Marks. Was I anywhere near his level in skill, in material availability, or in possession of various tools? Absolutely not. But there was never a time that I looked at that show and said, ah, you suck, David, with your big jointer. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't have that. I, it never even occurred to me to belittle this host because I don't have what he has. Instead, what I did was I looked at it and say, one day, I will have that. And one day I will work to be that skillful and eventually I'll get there. And I'm, I'm still waiting to get there. It, it will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine. But I found it inspirational to look at someone who has, you know, this, this beautiful dedicated shop space. And I saw it as a goal that I would eventually achieve myself. 
as opposed to seeing it as something that somehow puts me down or keeps, you know, stifles me in some way. <laughs> David Marks is keeping him down, keeping the man keeping down, down woodworkers. Well, David Marks is the man. He's the woodworking man. So he's, you know, keeping everybody down. So I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's just a, a person's perspective on life that, that, you know, has them approaching things in, in a certain way where they feel sort of uh, offended well, in some way by it. You know, the, the positive spin to this is who is the average woodworker? Whoever you are listening to this right now, you are the average woodworker in your little niche. Congratulations. So find your niche, <laughs> find your, 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 your little tribe, your party of five, whatever, mm-hmm. your friends, find another TV show. Your Dawson's Creek. No, we're losing it. Uh, you're going off the rails. Find your little niche. Bring it and back. in that niche, you will be amongst your people and you will all be the average woodworkers together. So yes. there you go. Sounds good. I like that. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's going to be it. Uh, let that's us know. That's a show, kind of. Let us know where where your average lies. I'm curious. What what average tribe do you, uh, do you reside in? Very interesting stuff. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah.